Welcome to another episode of the Unveiling Grace podcast. I'm Lynn Wilder. And I'm the other person, Michael Wilder. It's good to be here. So, and we have this wonderful guest that came back. She, she's stalking us, okay? She just refused to get off. No, we got this great story to continue. I'm I'm just can't wait to get into it now. So, uh, but um, anyway, yeah. I'll let Lynn take it from here. Let's um, recap a little from, this is part two with Lily. Lily is new, fairly new with the Adams Road Ministry. She is telling her story about how she came to Florida, was living um, across the street, I believe, from some Mormon missionaries, ended up um, getting to know these Mormon missionaries. And Lily, although she grew up Christian now has an interest in these missionaries, I guess, Lily, you could tell us what happened. Welcome. Yes, so um, met the missionaries at the cookout that they hosted. Um, they started hosting different gatherings for just people from their church or people that they had been talking to. And that's where I initially met them and they asked, I know one of the first questions they had asked me was, uh, what do I believe about Jesus? And growing up Christian, that was kind of an interesting question because I feel like no one really asked me that before. What do I believe about Jesus? And so that kind of really stuck with me. And I, I kind of just, you know, told them, in the same way, like, I believe that Jesus died for our sins um, on the cross, and he loves us, and that was it. <laughs> I didn't really, like, although that yeah. is a lot, <laughs> I didn't have that um, realization of, you know, what that truly meant. And why Jesus died on the cross and how it's awesome news for us. And so, uh, and so God used the Mormon missionaries to get you thinking about these things, huh? Amazing <laughs> God he is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, that was the first of many conversations. And, um, it was obvious that, you know, they were very zealous for their faith. And I mean, they would host these, you know, these cookouts almost every week and they were very passionate and had a genuine interest in the people they were talking to also, mm -hmm. which was really, um, really stuck out to me because I was, you know, after 2020 and all the things that, you know, had happened in my life, I was feeling very alone and very um, just vulnerable kind of right yeah and so like i mean one of the reasons one of the big reasons i even came to florida was to find that community of people you know whether it was in you know working for disney or whatever it was i i hoped to find people who you know were good people and i could just you know have that community there that i was feeling that was lacking back home and yeah. You know, so it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting with the, you know, LDS missionaries. They they are very good people. And the Mormon people are very good people. And and the missionaries really have a desire to help people. 
I mean, they really do. They're sincere. Um, and uh, I give them credit for that. They really, because, you know, I was having sent three boys on missions throughout the world. Um, it, you know, you, you have to be sincere to do what you're doing. So, so they did these cookouts. Okay. So did they invite everybody in the community to the cookouts at these apartment buildings? And, and when did you actually sit down with them, um, or your friend, uh, to do a, what we call an official, um, discussion with the missionaries? So it was shortly after that. Yeah, they continued on with those cookouts. It was fairly, a, it was a new thing with um, with all of them because as you know, they get transferred or, you know, just relocated to different locations. So all these missionaries were on board with the cookout idea and having that be a weekly thing. And so there was definitely a lot of time to have conversations with them about, you know, the gospel, but we didn't start like officially having lessons with them um, until about like a week later after that first meeting with them. So so when you had your first meeting, so it was you and what was the name of your friend? Who was? My name, uh, so Tori was my, yeah, the Tori. friend who lived in the apartment next door. So, so did you have the first missionary meeting with both of you and the missionaries there? I'm just curious. So it wasn't actually Tori. Um, Tori had a roommate named Trevor, and he was the one who initially, you know, led the the lesson, like, you know, being taught by the missionaries. And I kind of just piggybacked off of that because they had mm -hmm. invited me as well after Trevor was willing to sit down and talk with them. Trevor was seriously interested yes. in the LDS faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he began being getting, you know, lessons from them. And I would kind of just join in after work because I was always at Tori's house. Like things were happening at, at my house, at my, you know, apartment that I had to keep going back to Tori's because like something with our water, we had like a flood in our apartment, like just different random things were happening. And I was having to rely a lot on Tori. Mm. <laughs> just uh, that relationship that we have. And so I uh, was very thankful for that, but it did really push me to ha spend a lot of time there and get to know those missionaries. So you're not seeing God's hand in this yet, right? No, but that was definitely not a coincidence. All those things that did happen that, you know, just were out of my control that kept pushing me back towards towards them so so do you feel now like god wanted you to learn about the lds faith for some reason uh, maybe just to gain an understanding of what i believed because from the first question they had ever asked me i i had never thought about what i believe about jesus which is I mean, crazy to think of someone who grew up in the Christian church and never really questioned that, you know. And so um, they really sent me on a journey of finding out what it, you know, what it was that I believed in this faith that I claimed to have um, that wasn't evident really in my life. So, so, so I felt very strong, strongly to, you know, kind of brush up on that and, you know, Seek answers. Yeah. 
So, so you you started these meetings, okay? And you're you're curious, and they, you know, originally asked you about what you thought about Jesus, okay? Which which is good. When did you notice the the doctrine points was beginning to change? When when was the uh, Joseph Smith introduced, and when was uh, the Book of Mormon introduced uh, to you? So the Book of Mormon was introduced uh, right off the bat, and um, they gave me a copy of the book, and um, you know they told me to pray and see if these things were true. And um, that's pretty much what I relied on with my relationship with God was mostly like prayer. I didn't seek truth through the word or anything like that. I just, you know, thought, you know, pray and see if it's true. So that was, that's what I did. And and if you felt good about what you prayed about, I mean, is that, that's a big thing. So, so they were giving you all these verses in the book of Mormon were they giving you a lot of verses in the Bible or was it just a lot more in the Book of Mormon? And then when they said you would read these verses in the Book of Mormon, you would feel good about what you were reading. Is, is, is that kind of a format? Um, yeah, we definitely leaned more towards the Book of Mormon, but um, I had desired to read the Bible as well okay. because I was in a position where I wanted to be closer to God because of, you know, just my past of being angry at God and just having all that, you know, frustration and anger towards him and not, not knowing why, you know, why these missionaries feel so strongly about their faith in God. And, and like, it really stuck out to me. Like, I want to, you know, I want that same thing. I want a relationship with God. So how long did you take the discussions and then what happened? So we, after about a month of uh, just reading, you know, the Book of Mormon and praying and, you know, continuing being taught by the missionaries, um, I made the decision to be baptized into their church. And um, that was something that Trevor had also uh, decided he wanted to do also. So um, I remember one of the lessons that kind of was confirmation for me that we had. We we all like kind of were just meeting and we were reading um, in Third Nephi and uh, where it talks about, you know, the burning in the bosom. And like that was something that I had been feeling, couldn't really explain. So I definitely had that like you know, spiritually, you know, spiritual experience and didn't really know what to do with that. And so that was pretty much confirmation for me that, you know, the church is true. And like, maybe this is, you know, the start of, you know, this relationship that I, I want to begin with God. During this process, did, so it wasn't about you reading, I mean, the Bible, did did you do many verses and then they have you reading thing in a Bible about is the Bible true? Or was it always, you know, here's a verse in the Bible, but go back to the Book of Mormon and, you know, read this and you, you'll feel good about this particular doctrine. And did they get into the doctrine of who Jesus was and who God was and so forth? So um, we've pretty much just talked about like, you know, the you know, five necessary steps of basically 
joining the church and like being a follower of Christ. So like um, repent of your sins, believe in Christ, be baptized, receive the Holy Ghost, and then endure to the end. And that's kind of uh, where it left off for me. And I kind of jumped in with the lessons about, you know, just beyond that, like the celestial, celestial, terrestrial kingdom and all those things. I didn't really have a big understanding about, you know, all of that. It was kind of just that initial, um, like, I want to be baptized to uh, to show God that I'm ready to take this step. And I want to um, dedicate my life to him and be worthy of him, yeah. ultimately. So, so did they go ahead, Lynn. The, so when you got that warm and fuzzy feeling after praying about the Book of Mormon, you decided that Joseph Smith must be a prophet, right? Because he brought this to light. And so that was just, so the church must be true. Is that where that goes in your mind? Yeah, everything else just kind of followed that, you know, initial desire to, um, be right with God. And it seemed it was through this church. So I, I was, you know, just prepared to be baptized. And that was kind of all there was like, as far as Joseph Smith and the history and all those things, I'm telling you, I knew nothing about yeah. like, these right. were the first Mormons I encountered. I, I didn't know anything about Mormonism. I didn't have any questions to, you know, counteract what they were telling me. So it was kind of like, just all new to me, everything like, and I didn't know about, you know, the Bible. I hadn't, I hadn't read the word and I didn't know truth. I didn't know pretty much anything. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it just was like one thing after the other, I was going to kind of learn as I go, because right, this right. was just the first step of many steps in following, you know, following what I thought so, was true. So, so what I'm seeing here is that you know, they they set the meeting, they have you reading a few verses in the Bible, but more verses in the Book of Mormon kind of really stress that, you know, if if the Book of Mormon makes you feel good when you read it, and they talk a lot about Jesus, and if the Book of Mormon makes you feel good, it must be of God. And therefore, if the Book of Mormon is good, it was written or inspired through God given to us by Joseph Smith. Therefore, Joseph Smith must be a prophet. Uh, is that kind of how they worked you in it? And so he's, you know, he's the prophet of this, this church here. Did they mention anything about current prophets today? Before yeah, you were back? Yeah. There was a little bit of mention, you know, like we had, um, I can't remember if it was like, just the, like the, the prophet at the time, Russell M. Nelson was giving like a talk on some something or other. And I remember we sat down and we talked, we listened to that. But like, as far as going in depth on those topics, we didn't really, we didn't really do that. It was more of like the focus was on uh, just, you know, the commandments and just different things like that, just to kind of ease, you know, ease my way into the religion. It wasn't, you know, I guess the easier way to say it was like, they didn't want to scare me off. So they started, you know, just sharing about like the, like, I guess, beginning beginner's knowledge of, you know, what the church is about and, you know, 
the steps to becoming a member of the church and just different things like that. But but the key thing was they wanted to get you baptized basically as soon as you could. I mean, you felt like they, you know, that you, you thought the Book of Mormon was true. You felt good about it. Joseph Smith was a prophet. Therefore, that's where he started a church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Therefore, it must all be true and you should join their particular church. But did they tell you that, you know, just by being a member of the, of the LDS church without doing anything and just believing in Jesus, that you would be able to live with God the Father? Did that topic ever came up or you just was, you know, you'll be in the presence of Jesus and, and they didn't talk to you about other things you would have to do about anything about going to the temple in the future? Did they talk any about that in their discussions? Before, you know, I know they talk about it definitely after you're baptized, but as far as you're concerned, did they mention any of these things about um, getting baptized and, and talking about getting a temple endowment or anything like that before you were baptized? Um, closer to my baptism date, they did. Uh, we did discuss more of those things. Um, I would say the more like deeper uh, topics weren't discussed until after I had come to the knowledge of the truth, which is, um, you know, Christ. <laughs> and so uh, those weren't questions that I, I really asked them or thought of until after coming to uh, read God's word myself. Okay. So did you get baptized? I'm dying to know. <laughs> so I had... So knowing all of this and uh, just accepting, you know, everything else that came with Mormonism that I would just, you know, anything I didn't know or didn't believe yet, I was going to study up more. And like, this wasn't going to just be, you know, okay, I get baptized and I'm done. Like I was, I was going to read the Bible and I was determined I was going to um, just continue learning about Jesus because um, it became obvious meeting the the missionaries that I I didn't know anything, you know any of the questions they were asking me it like sounded sounded right and so um, sounded familiar and I didn't know for myself and that was kind of just eating at me is like I didn't know I didn't know what I believed and so um, that was definitely the you know focus in my mind and so um, come to my baptism date uh, I had informed my mom about this and she wasn't very um, supportive in my decision to join the Mormon church neither was a couple of my family members but it seemed that no one really had anything to tell me but but history of the Mormon church and just different doctrines that may sound you know kind of odd or you know just um, they just were telling me all these different things about Joseph Smith and just, you know, just different things about the church that, you know, they don't really tell people up front because it's the kind of the harder things to talk about. And so just knowing that the missionaries didn't tell me any of those things and we hadn't discussed those things yet, or I didn't know if they'd planned to tell me any of those things, like, then um, I kind of was just kind of angry at my family because like it seemed like you know what was so good and like so you know like this was something good I wanted to do for God was to be baptized and to have this relationship with him uh just turned sour really quick and uh, my family just 
didn't show that support for me that I thought they would. And I couldn't see how, you know, something so good would be bad. (laughs) So interesting that you got mad at your family instead of getting mad at the missionaries for not telling you some of those things up front. Did you just assume they weren't true? Um, I didn't just assume they weren't true, but I wanted reasons for, you know, everything, like why they didn't tell me, um, you know, just I wanted answers. Like we we had discussed a lot of different um, just questions that I, I didn't have any questions when, when they were teaching me. These were all coming from like my aunt or my mom. And I was just asking about, you know, the prophet and like Joseph Smith and all these things. And like, um, you can become a god of your own planet. Like, what's that about? You know, just different things like that, that they were asking me and wanted answers. Like my family wanted answers for those things. And I'm like, I I don't have those answers yet, but I'm going to continue to learn. And I'm going to, uh, you know, try to establish this faith that, you know, I was lacking. That was, that was as far as I knew is like, I, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about what I believed. And so that's, that's kind of where I stood. And I, I was just standing there and um, people were kind of just giving me questions back and forth that I had no answers to. And I felt like I had to keep relying on the missionaries or relying on my mom to you know, provide those for me when I, I really just wanted to know for myself mm. what the you truth know, it's was. The, that's, that's a, a interesting. And, and actually, this is kind of a story that we hear many, many times. So when you were going through this process and uh, learning and your family, they, you know, they love you and they're asking these questions and you don't know the answers uh, because you're just now beginning to learn about Mormonism. And so when you, did you ask the missionaries any of these specific questions like, is it true that you can become a God? Is it true that Jesus did this or did that or that God, you know, something, some questions that your your friends or your mom may have asked you to ask a missionary or did sometimes the missionaries just not answer the question or just kill it? So yes, I did. I did ask them. I ended up asking them every question that she had because they really, they were really genuine and they wanted me to feel comfortable with my decision. And they wanted uh, my mom to also feel comfortable with the decision because, um, you know, they didn't want, they didn't want conflict in that. And um, so they, they tried to answer my questions, but they were kind of just going around them. It seemed they weren't giving me an upfront answer like they would say like uh we don't really teach that to people who like haven't been baptized yet or you know just different things like there were things necessary for me to do before I could get that knowledge of you know wow now that that is crucial and that's that's the words I was been looking for you to say we do not teach that until after you've been baptized yeah. So, you know, it's it's like it's like going into a contract with somebody and you're reading part of the contract and you see the beginning pages and you see some of the ending pages, but you don't see everything in between. And you're saying, well, well what about this? Well, don't worry about that. Just sign and all will be okay. 
but but any and and this is a, a good rule to have the rest of your life <laughs> is to always ask questions so you know what this is, this is, and this is, and you feel comfortable with it. But when somebody says sign that dotted line and we'll explain to you after the fact, that's not a good position to be in. And the same thing happened with Lynn and myself when we were young in our mid-20s before we joined the LDS church. You know, we would ask questions and they would just kind of go around it or they said, well, you're not ready for this. Or once you've been in the church longer, you can learn these things. And we did. And then we were kind of brainwashed at that point, thinking that these were doctrines of God instead of doctrines of men. Wow. So, so I still don't know if Lily got baptized. Yes, yes. Okay, keep going. I'll be quiet. <laughs> so uh, my mom just still wasn't, you know, she wasn't having, you know, the answers that they were they were giving us. She she wasn't having it. So she, without my knowledge, decided to fly to Florida to pretty much talk to me and just be there in person with me and stop me from making that decision to be baptized into their church. Oh, and oh my goodness. So we're down to about it. <laughs> and that is a wonderful teaser. Mom gets on the plane. You probably went to the airport, picked her up. And no? No. <laughs> she did it very in secret. She, she oh. showed up at Tori's house. So Tori actually knew about that. She showed up, she showed up at Tori's apartment late at night and... Bef the night before my baptism. Oh, wow. the wow. night before your baptism. Before your bat so, oh my goodness. Well, this mystery continues. I guess <laughs> we have to do number three. Oh my goodness. Uh, so, I, And I would tie up by saying that in ministry, we hear a lot of these kind of stories, right? These are wonderful missionaries. Mike and I got really attached to these wonderful folks. We were seeking a relationship with Jesus, and they say they have all the answers. I believe that, and, and many people do. The one thing that makes truth truth is to know the Bible, right, Lily? And I'm guessing at some point you became more familiar with the God of the Bible and what he had to say about these issues. Thank you for sharing with us today. Um, grace and peace to you, friends. Until next time. Thank you and may God bless.